Maybe they upgraded me. Who knows? Okay, welcome everyone. Everyone, welcome to tonight's Ovet Torah slash Hara Lebanon Daf Yomi Shiur. Tonight's Daf Yomi Shiur is Daf Pe Chet Amud Aleph and Amud Bet. We will be beginning from Pe Zayin Amud Bet from the words Amar Lereb Chavivi Mechoz Naa Lereb Ashi. It's about 15 lines from the bottom. Last word on the line is Lerav. Ashi. Says the Gemara as follows. Harry, too late, we're already recording. Says the Gemara. Amalerav Chavivi Mikhoznai Leravashi. Rav Chavivi Mikhoznai told Ravashi the following statement. Tashma, come and hear the proof. Understand the following timeline. We were talking all along yesterday about when the Torah was given. And the Torah was given in the first year where the Jews left the desert, when the Jews left Egypt. Now, uh, the second year, the first day of the second year, which is the month of Nisan, in the second year after the Jews left Mitzrayim, is when the Mishkan was erected. Just to give you a quick timeline, we leave in Nisan, Sivan, we get the Torah. Tammuz, Moshe breaks the Luchot. Yom Kippur, we get the second Luchot. Sukkot, we finish collecting for the Mishkan. From Sukkot till Nisan, well, till Hanukkah, we build the Mishkan. And we hold the Mishkan from Hanukkah till Rosh Chodesh Nisan. And Nisan, Nisan, we put up the Mishkan. So the second Nisan of the Jewish people's existence is when we put up the Mishkan. Is that timeline clear? Beautiful. Says the Gemara as follows. Now it's this Pasuk is talking about the second year. It was in the first month, which is Nisan, in the second year the Jews left Egypt, on the first of the month, who came a Mishkan, the Mishkan was erected. Tana, we learned in the Brighter. There were ten beautiful crowns that that day took, the day of the first of Nisan. Number one, that was the first day, it was a Sunday, that's the first thing. Number two, so it's Rishon, it's the first of the days that Hashem created the world. Sunday is the first day. Nishon and the scene. Now, by the way, we only really came here for that point. But we're going to li- list all other nine right now. But the main thing we came here is that it was a Sunday. Okay? Number two. It was the first day of the Nisim. Nishon and the Nisim. Number three. Nishon the Kiwuna. The first day that it was ever, ever a Kohen. Aaron's first day of service was that day. Nishon the Avuda. The first day that, that they did Avuda in the Beth. Number five, the first day that the fire came down on the Mizbeach, came down every day after that. The first day it came in the Mizbeach was the first of Nisan as well. The first day that anyone ate any sacrifices. Number seven, the first day the Shekhinah was on the Mishkan. Number eight, the first day we got Bekat Konim. Heard that, Sam? Number nine, Nisim, right? Number nine, Rishon the Isura Bamot. First day when it was Asur 
to have a Bama. A Bama is your own personal Mizbeach. Till then, anyone can make a Mizbeach whatever they desired. At that point, it became Asur. It was the first day it was Asur, was the day of the erection of Mishkan. Till then, you can make your own Korban. And lastly, number 10, Arishon Achodashim was the first of the months of the year, the first month of the year, which is Nisan. Now, the Gemara is going to make their point from the first thing. If in the second year, the first of Nisan was a Sunday, which was point number one of the things, then, that means that the year before, it was on Shabbat, it was on Wednesday, and according to all the opinions that we said yesterday, both Rabbi Yossi and the Rabbanan, the first is supposed to be on a Thursday. So how can it be? Because according to the Cheshbon, it should be Wednesday. Now the way the Cheshbon works is because in every year, there's Jewish year, there's 354 days. 354 days is not divisible by seven. Uh, I don't have my calculator here. Um, but... If I'm not mistaken, oh, here it is, hold on. If you divide it by seven, it will come out to 358, or something like that. And therefore, uh, every year you lose four days. Unless it's a leap year, you lose five days. So it comes out that if Rosh Chodesh Nisan was Sunday, that means the year before Rosh Chodesh Nisan should have been on a Wednesday, and both rabbis just said that it was Thursday. So we got a question on both rabbis. <laughs> Carl, you're going to love this stuff today. Okay? Says Baruch the, Hashem. How you doing, We're in the middle of class. Pay attention. Okay. I am. <laughs> you ready? <laughs> so, yeah. Where are um, you? Just tell me where you are. Okay. Uh, hook him up. We're, we're on the bottom over here of Pezayin Amurbet. Okay. How do we know? How do we know that every year is four days apart from the next? Some rabbis say, there's no difference between which means between this year's Shavuot and last year's Shavuot, between this year's and next year's Shavuot. It's always four days. And if it's a leap year, right? Which a leap year, you add 29 more days, then it's five. Why is a leap year five? Because if you add 29 days, 28 days, those who know football know that we count by seven. Seven, 14, 21, 28. That's how many, four touchdowns, 28 points. Four, four weeks, 28 days, plus one. 29 days. That means you added one more day that's not divisible by seven. And therefore you add, if you have a leap year, then in between years you have five days in between. But either way, it doesn't work out. How could it be that the year before was Thursday, should be Wednesday? Answers the, right? It says, If the Rosh Chodesh of Iyar was a Friday, and Rosh Chodesh Sivan was Shabbat. Kashi ben Rabbi Yossi, ben Rabbanan, comes out, it's no good, 
not according to Biosi, and not not according to the Rabbanan. One, what Rabbanan, Rabbiosi says it was Sunday. Rabbanan says it's Monday. Either way, it doesn't fit. Because according to this, it should have been, according to this Cheshbon, the, the Torah should have been given on, on so I'm sorry, according to this Cheshbon, Rosh Chodesh Sivan should have been on Shabbat. And we know it was either Sunday or Monday, but not Shabbat. Says the Gemara, no problem. Bottom line of Pei Zayin Amubet. Yossi, according to Rabbi Yossi, who says that it was Sunday, he'll explain, Sheva Chaserin Abud. That year, they had seven months out of the 12 that were 29 days. In a regular year, you have six months of 29 days and six months of 30 days. And that's how you end up with 354. However, in this particular year, they happen to have, says Rabbi Yossi, they happen to have seven months of 29 days, which took, takes away one day, and that's why it was Thursday and not Wednesday. Beautiful. That's our Yossi will answer. The Rabbanan turned to Pechet Abur Aleph on the top. The Rabbanan, Shmona Chasrim Abur, they made eight. They made eight um, months that were chaser, that were only 29 days, and therefore it ended up two days early. Good. Says the Gemara. Okay. Tashma, another proof. Okay, again, these proofs are going to the rabbis. Rabbi Yossi is the one who says that Rabbi Yossi is the one who says that the Torah was given on the 7th of Sivan and Rabbanan say it was on the 6th of Sivan. Okay? Beautiful. I should really, I should really share the screen from last night's picture. But I have too complicated to do now. I'll make the last one else to share the screen. Okay. Tashma, we learned. <laughs> the month of Nisan where the Jews left Egypt on the 14th they slaughtered their Korban Pesach on the 15th they left and that day was a Friday okay so the day they left was a Friday and if the if Rosh if Nisan the beginning of Nisan was Friday, then Rosh Hashanah Yar Chad B'Shabta. That means the beginning month of Yar is Sunday. B'Sivan B'Chay B'Shabta. That means the beginning of Sivan is a Monday. Kashla B'Yosi is the question of B'Yosi. Who's going to B'Yosi? It was a Sunday, and here it's being a Monday. Amalach B'Yosi. B'Yosi will answer you. Hamani Rabbananu. Oh, you have that prayer from Seder Olam? That was written by Rabbanan, but I hold opposite. Beautiful. Tashma, another proof. It says, Bishini Allah Moshe Viarad. On the second day of Sivan, Moshe went up to Al Sinai and he came back down. So he went up on Al Sinai to tell. He went up, he went up on Al Sinai on that day. 
which was a, a, a Monday, to talk to Hashem and say, you're going to be Melechet Kohenim Vigo Kadosh. You're going to be a holy nation to me. And Vishlishi, on Tuesday, he went up and came down again. On the fourth day, on Wednesday, Yarad, he came down. Vishuv lo Allah, he didn't go up. Now, the Gemara interjects something interesting and says, How can we say that on the fourth day he came down, if on the third day we said he went up and came down, and the fourth day we just said he came down? How can he come down? He didn't go up. I thought he stayed down. He was up. So says the Gemara, no. Rather, switch it to on Wednesday he went up and went down again. And the Gemara explains. But Hamishi on the fifth day, Banam is Beach, he built the Mizbeach, the Ekriba Lab Korban, he brought a Korban on it. Vishashi on the sixth day, Lohayalupnai, he didn't have time to go up the Shamayim. Now, why did he have enough time to go up the Shamayim or enough time to build the Mizbeach? My love, Mishum Torah, must be because on the sixth day, he got the Torah. And obviously, we see that the sixth day of Sivan is getting Torah, not the seventh. It's a question on Rabbi Yossi, who says that we got on the seventh of Sivan. When we said he couldn't do anything on the sixth, it means since on Friday he was busy getting his mind ready for Shabbat, that's why he couldn't do any Avodah. But it doesn't mean that he got Torah that day. That's not why he was busy. He was busy because he was getting ready for Shabbat. He was making Ma'udah for Shabbat, and therefore he didn't, you know, it takes a long time to have kavanah for ma'udah when you're eating the man to make sure your, your man tastes good. So therefore, he was busy with that on on Friday and he couldn't do it. Says the Gemara, Darash, Mark, ma'udah is just the food people eat on, on Shabbat. Okay. Well, of your You've heard of it. Okay, good. Yeah, I've heard of it. Okay. Darash, Galilai. There was a guy from the Galil, Aleh de Ravchista. The guy from the Galil said the following thing of Ravchista. Barich Rachmana, the Yaev Orayan Klitai, who gave us a Torah of threes. Carl, what's a Torah of threes? I, I see you have a three by your name because of that reason. An iPhone three, Carl, must mean. Why, is, that what, is that why you have a three by your name over there? No? Because the Torah was given with threes? Okay, well, anyway, let's see. It was given, La'am Klitai, it was given to a nation of the threes, which means we're a nation that has Kwanim, Levim, and Yisraelim. Ayedet Klitai, it was given by a guy who was the third born in this family. Moshe Rabbeinu was the third born in this family. Biyom Klitai, on the third day that everyone was away from their wives. Biyarchat Klitai, in the month of the third month. So it's a three-month, everything about the Torah is threes. Given by Moshe, third guy. Third month. Third day away from your wife. And also, people, Kohanim, Levim, Yisraelim, all perfect. That's why he's got the three up here on his, uh, on his name. So if so, if that's true, that means it's the third day away. Who does that fit like? Keman Kirabanan. This only fits like Kirabanan. Because like we said before, according to Rabbi Yossi, according to Rabbi Yossi, there was only two days you were away from your wife, not three. And therefore, it fits only according to the Rabbanan. Okay. Here's a very, this, the rest of the Gemara is very, very, very famous. 
We'll try to explain it clearly. Beautiful, beautiful Gemara and a beautiful daf today, guys. You're lucky you're all on. The Pasuk says that the Jews gathered at the foot of the mountain. Now, we learn from here when it says at the foot of the mountain. Literally, the word tachtit means under the mountain. Okay, we learn from here. Hashem held the har over their mouth, over their heads, like a barrel. And he said the following. If you Jews choose to accept the Torah, mutav. Fine, fine and dandy. If you choose not to accept the Torah, there will be a burial. Right there will be a burial. Now, this has been taught many, many times. And Rabbi, connection's no good. Um, I just want to say, hello, can you hear me? Oh, I just got my warning. Internet connection unstable. Hold on. Let me switch to my phone. Hold on. Let's see if I can figure this out. Wi-Fi. No. That's not good. Uh, personal hotspot. Okay. Good. Switch to personal hotspot. Hold on. Ta-da. Where is it? One second, I'm switching to my personal hotspot. See if this works. It just got good again, Rabbi. I know. I don't want to play games. This is the third time it happened today. Uh, where's Rabbi Shlomo? Hey, hold on. Oh, here. Okay. Am I clear or no? Not yet. No. No. Uh, one more time. It's not so much that the mountain was literally held over the heads, but the fact that Hashem showed himself on Har Sinai so clearly made it almost almost impossible for a person to say no to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And therefore, the question that Hashem was asking the Jews, do you want the Torah, was actually a rhetorical question. That's not a real question. The actual question was, of course you're taking the Torah, because you can see that the world only stands with the Torah. Okay. Now, we have a big disclaimer for the Torah. So, Rabbi Yaakov is saying 
that if Hashem ever gets upset at us for not keeping the Torah, we could always file a disclaimer and say, hey, we didn't want to take the Torah anyway. We, didn't, we, we, we were forced to take it. Because now that we have this story, even though we were forced, we ended up re-accepting it in the days of Ahasuerus. Okay? The Kiva says in the biblical verse, the Jews accepted and kept the days of themselves. What does it mean? Kimu, they re-accepted what they already accepted on Har Sinai. Okay? So that's how we're going to explain this at this point. Says the Gemara, Amar Chizkiah. Chizkiah says the following statement. My dichtiv, what is this pasuk that's written? Mishamayim ishmata din eretz yirev shakata. From Shamayim, you made a judgment, and the earth heard, got scared, and then calmed down. If they got scared, Lama Shakata, why they could come? Him Shakata, and if they come, Lama Yadev, why were they scared? Why was the earth scared? Come. What are they? Schizophrenic here? In the beginning, the earth was scared because they were scared that the Jews would not accept the Torah. Ulbasov, in the end, Shakata, they were calm because the Jews accepted the Torah. And therefore, they can relax now that the Torah got accepted. Now, why does the earth care if the Torah gets accepted? Who cares? Why is there a difference? Why were they scared? That's obvious because you follow Rish Lakish, right? Carl knows what Rish Lakish says. Right. Because Rish Lakish says, What does it say in the Pasuk? Why does it say it was evening and it was morning on the sixth day? What's Hashishi? Hey, get it Why do you need extra hey? It doesn't say Hahamishi. doesn't say Hashishi. Why Hashishi? Says the Gemara. That means that Hashem made a condition with the creations of Bereshit, which means whenever Hashem created everything, when Hashem created uh, the, sea, the sea, he told the sea, listen, I'm creating you, but on a condition. What's the condition? If the Jews accept the Torah. But if they don't accept the Torah, chalas, I'm getting rid of you. And when he created all the deer, he told them, I'm creating your deers. Like, I got news for you. Jews don't accept the Torah, chalas, you guys are gone. That's why the earth was scared, because the, the Jews were, had, had the whole world in their hands. If they would have not accepted the Torah, the earth would have collapsed. If the Jews accept you're going to exist. I'll make you the emptiness. And that's why they were very, very happy when the Jews accepted the Torah. The Rashi of Simai, the Simai said, When the Jews proceeded, we're going to do to we're going to hear. 600,000 angels came to every Jew. And they tied two crowns to the head of every Jew. One of them 
was Fanaseh, what was in Shah? Once the Jews sinned, 120, 1,200,000 angels of destruction came down and they kissed the crowns. The Jews got stripped of their crowns from the mount of Horeb. That's my hardest thing, by the way. In Horeb and Har Sinai, the Jews were loaded up with crowns. At Har Sinai, they were unloaded these crowns. Hashem relieved them, as it were, of these crowns. Like we said, right? as it says, right? All the crowns that the Jews lost, Moshe was and he got them and he took them himself. The Sabiqlik with the Bazook right next is Moshe Yikachet, or Moshe took the tent. And therefore, we see just like he took the tent, he also took all the crowns. Amalish Lakish Meshakish says, Atida Kadush Rahula, Ziran Lanu. Hashem is going to one day. Machzir Atala Yoshna return the crowns back to us. Shneemar says, Uftuye Adunay Shubun. And Hashem will redeem those. The, the redeemed ones of Hashem will return. Uvau Sion, they'll come to Yerushalayim, Binina, with singing. The Simchat Olam and the gladness of the world, Al Rosham, on their heads. What does it mean, the gladness of the world on their heads? That means, that means the happiness that they used to have on their heads are going to come back, which are the crowns that got stripped at Han Sinai. Amar Rabbi Al-Azhar, Rabbi Al-Azhar says, At the time when the Jews preceded Naset and Nishma, they said, we're going to do before they're going to hear, who taught my children this secret that the angels use, that they say they're going to do it before they understand what it is? The strong ones who do his will, who do who listened to the word of the, the, the sound of his voice, of his word. That's angels. They do first, they osed them at all, and then the shmoah they heard afterwards. And the Jews had copied that patented secret of the angels. Says the Gemara, What is this that says in the verse? Like an apple among the trees of the forest. Why were the Jews compared to an apple? Just like on an apple tree is unique that the fruit comes out before the leaves. I guess you got to ask a farmer, but that seems how it works. So too, the Jews also had the fruit, which is the Nase, go before the Nishma, which is the leaves. A very, very interesting story coming up. There was a 
in our Gemaras, it says how kuti, there was a kuti. But we know that whenever it says kuti in the Gemara, it's a censored item. It really should say amin. Amin means apikotis. This is referring to the early Christians. The early Christians are mentioned in the Gemara. And we call them amin. They call them apikorsim. Now, during the 1700s, when they printed the Gemara, you weren't allowed to say stories about the Christians. They, if you did, they very often would relieve you of your head or other body parts, which people didn't want to be relieved of. So therefore, what they did was instead, they would switch the word min, which means apikores, to a kuti, which means like oh, idol worshiper. And therefore, but everyone, wink, wink, everyone knows who they're talking about. Okay. Ahumina, there was a apikores. He saw Rava learning a, a Gemara. And he had put his fingers under his leg. When he was crushing them. And he had blood coming out of his fingers from sitting on them for so long. So this guy's watching. And here's this rabbi. He's thinking, he's thinking, he's thinking about his Gemara, and now his hands are bloody. Amale, so the guy tells Rabbah, You guys are a very rash people that you talk before you listen. You said, No, you talk before you listen. First, he should have heard. If you could do it, do it. Right? And if you can't do it, don't do it. You should have just listened. You guys were rash. He said, not seven ish So he said, you're also doing the same thing now. Look, you're not paying attention to what you're doing. You should pay attention, you Jews. He's putting down the Jews. So Robert told him, Anan, we. We want, we go in the faith of Hashem, that Hashem wants to do good for us. So it says about us that we have, the, the faith, our faith will lead us. You guys, you're always trying to go crooked. It says that the crookedness of the people who have no faith will destroy them. And therefore, what he basically was telling was, because we're following Hashem's path, therefore Hashem will take care of us. Okay? We're now on Pechet Amulbet. Good. Says the Gemara further. We're now going to explain a bunch of Pesukim that, that are in Shira Shirim, and we'll explain how they're referring to Kai Yisrael at the Hasinai. means you love me. You love me with one of your eyes. What does that mean? Okay. Or you captain my heart. What does that mean? In the beginning, you only accepted, you only 
looked at me with one of your eyes, because the Jews accepted Torah with one eye closed. We didn't really look at it. But when you do the Torah, you do it with both of your eyes. Ula Amar, Aluva Kala Ula is talking about the Jews doing the Egel. And Ula says, look how horrible the Jews are. Like a bride who sins with someone else under the chuppah. So too the Jews were still in the chuppah. And we did the Egel. Amar of Mari Maikra. What pasuk shows us this? While the king is still at the party, my perfume stopped smelling good. Now, when we say the perfume is stopping to smell good, wink, wink, what we really mean is we started stinking. While the king was still at the party and we were still getting the Torah, we started smelling. It still shows that Hashem loves us. Even this pasuk of Shira Shirim, Hashem is telling us that He loves us. You know why? Because He says that our perfume stops smelling good. It doesn't say that we started smelling, that we stunk. It shouldn't say we stunk. But Hashem, when He talks, He says, while we were there, the perfume stopped working. Uh, let's leave it at that. But the, but the fact that we use that language shows Hashem loves us. Okay? Amara, Rav says, no, we did that. Those who get insulted and they don't insult anyone back. They hear people making fun of them, they don't reply. They do Hashem's work out of love and they're happy even though they get suffer. Those who love Hashem are like the sun who goes out in his might. Okay? That's the reason why we mentioned this because we mentioned the word aluva. Aluva means we're shameless. Right? Like a, like a, a, a kala who sits under the chupa. Amar bi Yohanan. Why does it say in the biblical verse? Hashem Hashem will make a statement, who will declare a great army, which means, every statement that Hashem made, was explained in 70 languages. We see Hashem says one word, and it's with the many, many languages. Tana Deben Mishmael says the following, like a sledgehammer breaks a rock. Just like when a sledgehammer breaks a rock. It breaks into many slivers. Somebody asked me, Rabbi, I heard a different shot. I said, well, guess what? There's 70 pshatim in the Torah. Hashem had in mind all those different pshatim. Amar Chananel Bar Papa, Chananel Bar Papa says the following statement: My dictate, what's written? Shemu kinigedim adaber. Listen, I'm going to speak about things about princes. Why are the words told like a prince? Lo malach manegid zeh. 
Just like a, a prince can kill or make someone live or, or pardon someone. So to the words of the Torah can kill somebody or can give life. This one says, those who grab it, the Torah is a life-giving drug. Those who grab with the left hand, it's a poison. Princes, every word that comes out of Hashem's hand, they have two crowns that they tied on the Jews. Because every word of the said they brought got the Jews two crowns. Okay. Amar Bishop and Levi. My dirtiv sol hamor dodiri ben shadayagalim. It says that the Jews, which are Hashem's beloved, are like a bundle of myrrh. Myrrh is a type of spice. A bundle of perfumes. Ben shadayalim. They will sleep uh, in between my in my in my in between my breasts. The Jews are saying to Hashem, even though Hashem has punished me after we did the Egel, Ben Shadayalin, Hashem still stayed, Ben Shaday, which means that the, the voice of Hashem in the Mishkan used to come out from in between the two Kirubim, which when you stood in the in the Hechal, you saw the two sticks of the Aron Kodesh sticking out a little bit into the parochet. And it looked like someone's chest. And therefore, therefore, when the voice came out of there, that's why it says, Ben Shaddai Yalim. A cluster of Kofed is my beloved to me in the vineyards of En Gedi. What does that mean? Misha calls Shiloh, Eshkol, the one who has everything, that's the one who has everything, Hashem. Mechaperli, he forgives me. Because of the golden calf, the Gedi, the golden calf that I heaped up for myself. How do we know that Kanmi means heaping up? We learned in a Mishnah. There is a launderer's, a launderer's perfume tray where they sent the clothes and they pile up the clothes. that kormim is piled up. So you see the word kormi is piling up. The cheeks are like spices. This is because every time Hashem spoke on Har Sinai, the whole world, the air in the whole world smelled like spices. The entire world, there was no room for anything else. Now, if Hashem filled up the whole world with spices, by the first word he said, so where did the smell of the second one go? The world is already full of the smell of spices. Hashem took out of his warehouse a big gust of wind. He would pick the first one and put the next one. Hashem's lips, Shoshanim, are flowers. Not fought, moreover. 
they drip more over which are passing. They change it, they repeat again and again. Hashem would repeat, filling the world with spices. Because when Hashem talking, it's the, the ultimate of good breath. Every word that came out of God's mouth, the Jews, the Shama left them. My, as it says, my soul left when you spoke. So how did the Jews get the second, second mitzvah if they lost their souls after the first one? Hashem used the dew of Tichyat Betim and made it land so the Jews had Tichyat Betim. And made them live. The Jews, the Jews retreated 12 meal. The Jews, the, the angels would help the Jews go back to Sinai, but the Jews kept moving 12 meal back. Every time I should have said a word, the Jews were physically blasted back 12 meal. Angels will help people stumble and stumble. Yedadun means help you help other people um, limp. When Moshe went up to the heavens, this is a famous story which we mentioned on Shabbat also for those who came to my tent. The angels said in front of Hashem, why is someone born of a woman doing amongst us? We only have angels here. None of us were born from women. Amalahan, so Hashem told him, the Kabel Torah Ba, he came to get the Torah. Amalavad, they said, Hamuda, Gruzashim, Zanak, Chamot, Bishim, Aran, Torot, Kodra, Olam, Atam, Makesh, and Timna, the Mazavadam. You have a treasure, you're saving for 974 years before the world was created, and you plan to give that to, the, to regular people. Why should you remember people? Please put your glory on Shemaim. Don't give it to the Jews. Bring them back and answer. Moshe, you answer them. I'm afraid they're going to burn me with the breath of their mouths. Grab by Kisei Kavod and respond to them. By him, by, we said on, on Shavuot, by grabbing the Kisei Kavod, he proved that he was actually greater than the angels because they could never go that close. Hashem spread his radiance on Moshe and was able to touch the Kisei Kavod. Hashem, Moshe told in front of the angels and asked Hashem a rhetorical question. What does it say in the Torah you're going to give me? He said, I am Hashem who took care of the time. So Hashem, Moshe told the angels, Did you guys ever go to Egypt? Did you ever say to Egypt? What do you need the Torah for? What else does it say in the Torah? You shouldn't have any other gods. So Moshe asked the angels, I was like, are you guys among people who serve idols? You're never going to do that. 
שוב, מה כתוב ב... What else does it say there? It says, זכון כמו שמונה ראשון, sanctify the day of Shabbat. So yes, the angels, כלומר, אתם עושים מלאכה שאתם צריכים שמות? Do you guys ever do any labor that you need to stop doing? שוב, מה כתוב, what else does it say? רוטיסה, לא מנשן שם דין ונתינג. מה עשו אותם לפניכם? Do you guys ever do any business that you have to swear? You never have to swear. שוב, מה כתוב, what else does it say in it? כבד אבי חבד אמך, on your parents. אבאים יש לכם, יש את האנג'לס, you guys are parents? אז אתה צ'ק יונט? לא תרצח, don't kill, לא תנאב, don't do adultery, לא תגנוב, don't kidnap. כנאי יש מהם, you guys jealous? יצא לך מהם, you guys, are you guys, יצא לך תדעו עבירות? מיד הודו להם בקדוש ברוך הוא. right away, השם, they admit את השם, that you give it to the Jews, שנאמר, אדוני, אדוננו, מה עדי שמך בכל הארץ? you should give your land to the land. תראה עוד לך השמיים לוקטים, זאת אומרת, put your glory on the שמיים, מיד כל אחד ואחד נעשה לו, right away, all the angels became buddies of משה. ומעשה לו דבר, they gave him a present. שנאמר, עלית למרום שבית השם לקחת עבודות באדם. This is what we say on שבועות. It says, you went to the heavens, you captured a capture, and you took presents, because משה took the presents, from all of the angels, the secrets. What does that mean? Lakachta matanot ba'adam, you took presents for men, it means the following. Because they called you men, lakachta matanot, that's why you took the presents. Even the angel of death, Even the angel of death gave them a present. How do we know? He gave them a ketoret and he gave a, a kapara for the people. Aaron, when he wanted to stop the plague, he went running out with the ketoret to stop the plague. How do we know that the ketoret is going to stop the plague? If the angel of death didn't tell Moshe, how do you know this? And therefore, Moshe got all these matanot adam. And that's the end of our daf. Beautiful daf, Rabbi Pleasure having you all. Okay. Thank you, Rabbi. Any questions or we're good? We're good.